Hello, uh, welcome to Raw Japan. This is Brandon Chin. I'm broadcasting from Kingston, Japan. <laughs> yep, Kingston is in Japan. Now, this is episode 115, uh, and we're talking about habits in Japan. I'm still here in Kingston, Jamaica. I just recorded 114 before. This is the episode for, for January 2nd, and it is 7.34 a.m. Uh, finally caught up with the episodes, yeah. But yeah, so it's the new year, and of course people want to build new habits, and I am one of those people, but I'm aware that you can't, it takes consistency. And so I read this book about habit building, and it's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I got some notes that I want to talk about on this podcast so that you too can build new habits. Uh, so I'm in Japan, and uh, it's obviously there's a different type of thinking from where I grew up, <clears throat> but I've been living there for four years, so I've come to uh, be able to adapt to the my environment, and um, there's something called kaizen. In, in Japan and Japanese, it means it's like making small incremental changes to develop a new behavior. And it was, it became very popular uh, during the boom in Japan when people were making, for manufacturing, so people were making products, uh, electronics, cars, and to improve the process, they would make small changes uh, every day. And eventually, they ended up with a new um, thing. So it's like making a one percent change from the from your original behavior, and eventually, you end up with a new behavior. And in that spirit, uh, I'm gonna tell you some notes that I found in this new book that uses a lot of science to back up habit change. Um, so let me look up that picture real quick here so I'm on my phone now recording directly from the anchor app it's very convenient so I don't have to lug around my computer or my mic yes yeah, so there are a few things you can do Let's see here Oop. Uh, so to create a new habit there are four laws and the it's Basically, in the in the sequence that your current habits operate, so it starts with a cue, then it goes to craving, then res response, then reward. So let's say you're checking your phone or something like that is a habit. Looking up, looking social media, looking at social media. The cue would be like you're bored. Craving is like I want to to stop. I want to be entertained. The response is you grab your phone, and then the reward is probably the notifications that you get on social media. And this is why a lot of the networks are able to really hack our brains, because they understand that once we look at our phones and see notifications, there's a dopamine release in our, in our brains, similar to that of drugs. And so you become very addicted to checking your phone to release this dopamine. And so, if you're trying to change your habits, 
or create a good habit. There's four laws. So the first one is to make it obvious. The second one is to make it attractive. The third one is to make it easy. The fourth one is to make it satisfying. So you're going to be uh, following the laws for the behavior change or how your habits normally run, which is the cue, craving, response, reward. So the cue is to make it obvious. So if you're trying to make a new habit, say read more, you put the book uh, in a place that you always pass or some, somewhere you can easily see it. The second one, craving, so you make it attractive, make it um, something that you want to do. One thing you can do, it says in the book, you can pair the action you want to do with an action you need to do. So if I, if I uh, need to, um, let's say, obviously everybody eats food, otherwise you wouldn't be survived, you wouldn't be living and listening to this podcast. So you could put the book, uh, or you could read the book while you eat, or maybe while you uh, soak in the, the bath at night. Make it, make it something attractive. Third one would be response, which is to make it easy. And this is just reducing the friction. You're basically making the environment ready to go. And uh, they say something interesting here. It says, use a two-minute rule. Downscale your habits until they can be done in two minutes or less. And then the fourth one, reward. You make it satisfying. So you make it... You use reinforcement and give yourself a reward uh, when you finish the habit. Um, yeah, so those are the four laws for creating a good habit. I have some stuff that I'm going to be doing for this new year. And it's basically just my daily habits. Uh, because I find that you can stack your habits to create a different life and a different you. Become a better version of yourself. And that's the whole point. He talked about this in the book as well. That... Habit change really is about identity change. So you have to really envision who you want to become so that you can start acting like this person. And that involves habits, your day-to-day -day behavior, your moment-to-moment -moment behavior, and thoughts. Thoughts are things. Uh, also, how to break a bad habit, because I think this is very useful for people trying to cut out the bullshit from their lives. So... As always, there's four rules and laws, and I'm just going to read them to you now. Make it invisible, make it unattractive, make it difficult, and make it unsatisfying. So it's basically just inversions of the first four. So, you know, the first law is about cue. You make it invisible. Something you want, if you want to stop smoking, you hide the smoking packs. <laughs> or, I don't smoke, so... Or you don't pass places, you don't drive past places or walk past places that you normally buy cigarettes. So the second one is craving, make it unattractive, make it something uh, you don't want to do or make it reframe your mindset to make it seem like this is not some, the person I want to become would not do something like this. Uh, the third one, response, make it difficult. So you just create more friction to doing the actual behavior. Maybe take an extra 
uh, a longer route so you don't pass any places that's that sell cigarettes or um, say okay if I'm gonna buy cigarettes then I must uh, do this and just add extra steps to make it more difficult then the fourth one reward make it unsatisfying so uh, I don't think shaming yourself is is um, healthy but you can make it unsatisfying that you hang out with people that don't smoke and so they they will shame you or maybe not shame you but question what your behavior and so it's like you'll stick out and it becomes very unsatisfying yeah but yeah these are just some of the stuff that i've been reading about and i thought it would be useful to pass it on to you um the ultimate it says in one of these chapter summaries the ultimate purpose of habits is to solve the problems of life with as little energy and effort as possible so you're trying to make the things uh, unconscious so that you can save your brain energy, spiritual energy for doing things that matter to you. And yeah, you can break down the habits into any, any habit can be broken down into a feedback loop that involves four steps, cue, craving, response, and reward. Yeah, so there's some other chapter summaries here. So there are three levels of change, outcome change, process change, and identity change. Um, the most effective way to change your habits is to focus not on what you want to achieve, but on who you wish to become. Your identity emerges out of your habits. Every action is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. Becoming the best version of yourself requires you to continuously edit your beliefs and to upgrade and expand your identity. The real reason habits matter is not because they can get you better results, although they can do that, but because they can change your, be your beliefs about yourself. So this is from Atomic Habits by James Clear. And so I thought I would just read you some of that and help you with your New Year's. And I plan on incorporating this when I, I'm doing it now and when I return to Japan as well. So join me on this journey to becoming better versions of yourself. Also, you can do that through reading because you can empathize with different characters and different people, put yourself in their shoes, and then you can start seeing a different, you can maybe envision a different you from reading about these other types of people. And to do that, I got a book. I just so happen to have some books for you to read and do that. Books that I've written about Japanese culture which you can grab at brandonshin.net. Just pop in your email address there and you get the book. See how see how flawless that transition was? Uh, yeah, I'm about to go out into Kingston with my uncle and see if we can grab some breakfast. So I will see you on the next episode. This is Brandon Shin. Out. As always, share the podcast. And leave some feedback. Let me know what's up. And let other people know what's up. Take care of yourself.